Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello there. I'm Liam Neeson. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want, but if you're not listening to the Court Case Podcast, I will come looking for you. I will find you, and I will make you listen to it. Hello, and welcome to the Court Case Podcast with me, your host, James Court. And your co-host, Sweet Tea. Here on Court Case, we put our verdicts on the controversial, the important, and the downright strange. So join us in the courtroom for a laugh, a debate, and to learn something interesting. Court is now in session. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Court Case. As the intro suggested, you're joined by me and T. How are you doing today, sweet T? Yeah, I'm okay. How are you doing? Very, very good. Do you want to hear something interesting? Sure. You know we talked last week about the Jimmy Savile documentary coming out. Mm -hmm. It is out. It and is I've out. watched almost all of it. I haven't started it yet, but so I, I need to. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that in a bit. There's also, I wanted to bring up a topic today that... I feel like we should have talked about already, but we haven't, which is this subreddit that's very famous, well, some would say infamous, called the female dating strategy, which I don't know if you've heard of, Sweet Tea, have you? Um, don't think so. No, okay, well, you're in for the ride of your life when you hear about this place. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to be talking about that. We've also got some more courting, interesting courting with James stories. So we've got a bumper, bumper episode today. You okay there? Was that mean with your throat? Did you not hear throat? that? I heard a little bit in your throat. I don't think it's going to catch up much in the edit. It so. was like, I don't know if people have this, it was an internal burp. <laughs> internal burp. Yeah, like my throat burped, but like yeah. my mouth didn't need to open for it. Mm. It I happens to the best of us. It does happen <laughs> to the best of us. But anyway, to start off with the, with the Jimmy Savile documentary. So last uh, episode, we discussed a little bit about... Uh, Johnny Rotten, that guy knew about what Jimmy Savile was up to in mm-hmm. the 70s and stuff. But basically, gave I'll, us all the warning signs. He did give us the warning signs. When I write. And basically, I watched this documentary and oh my God. As someone, I think when he died, I was in my early teens, I think. So, like sort of 13, 14, 15. 16, and 17, 18, 19. Which one? No, Pick, that a, lane. Would have been Pick my, a lane. That would have been my late teens. Pick a lane. Okay. I picked a lane and it was 13, 14, 15. Then you need to pick one of them. Okay, I'm going to say 14. Then. Okay, 14. Okay. So I didn't really know the full extent of how disgusting of a man he was. Obviously, since then I've learned a bit, but this documentary really opened my eyes to it. Oh, there's, he did some terrible, terrible things. And the way he used his power that he gained over people, like he did all this charity work in hospitals and like the main reason he did the charity work was so that he'd have access to these hospitals where he could you know fiddle these kids you're sick in the head if you think oh i'm gonna work for a charity and what i'm benefiting is playing with kids diddling kiddies yeah i know and there was a woman on there that was a victim of jimmy savile and she gave an account of like what it was like and she was crying and it was really emotional and it just sounds terrible Mm. It might have been in that situation. Ah, oh, it sounds disgusting. And just also the way he got away with it, there was times when he would say stuff on TV and it seems like he's just rubbing it in your face. Well, yeah, you said that he more or less admitted it, that it was happening. Yeah, there was one episode of Have I Got News For You where he was on there. He was on the panel and he was joking. He said like, oh, I'm uh, banned from every girl's school in the country or something. No, you said that he said that every school a girl... Every girl school kid is scared of him. Yeah, that was it. It was something like that. Yeah. Ridiculous. 
Ugh. And they all laugh. And it's just like, well, no, he's actually like this. That's a sign. Like, mm. take it and investigate it. But as a documentary goes, it's very well made and it's very... Oh, I'm, I'm never disappointed by a Netflix documentary. That, to be honest, for Netflix, their most consistent content is their documentaries. Yeah, they do better so at documentaries good. than TV series and sh- and films, I 100%. think. They should just pick that lane, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you get shows like Stranger Things and stuff. Well, yeah, true. So, they're oh, yeah. one in a million. Yeah. But you know? then it's not like very often that people are like, oh, a good ne- put on a good Netflix TV show. It's like, yeah. let's put on a good Netflix documentary yeah, yeah yeah um so yeah that's probably i don't wait i lost my point <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely recommend anyone watch it it's bloody amazing but i'm going to move on to this next story because this is one that i think you'll find thoroughly interesting this is a new story i found okay so there's a, a romance novelist a woman from oregon so she writes romance novels she wrote a novel called how to murder your husband Fic- Ooh, fic- lovely fictional novel must read it Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she's gone on trial in the fatal shooting of her long-term spouse. Fucking hell. So she wrote a novel called How to Murder Your Husband, and she's gone on trial for murdering her husband. Mm-hmm. It's all the signs. Yep. Loving wife or cold-blooded killer. Teams of prosecutors and defence attorneys painted two drastically divergent portraits of Oregon romance novelist Nancy Crampton Brophy as opening statements for the first murder jury trial in more than two years began on Monday. She's, she was arrested in 2018 and been awaiting trial since then. How mad is that? I find that crazy that someone can be arrested and just mm. like carry on living their life for like three, four years until they're actually prosecuted. Yeah. Like, why does it take so long? Well... You don't always have to live your life. If you're let off on bail, then you can live your life yeah, yeah, away yeah. in trial. But if she didn't get bail, then she's in jail until the trial. Oh, so right. she would be in jail for two years or so. Mm. Over two years. Because it was 2018 she was arrested. Like four years. So she shot her husband, Chef Daniel Brophy, 63, as he prepped for work at the Oregon Culinary Institute. Oh, she was motivated by greed and a $1.4 million insurance policy. So obviously they had life insurance on him. So she's like, I'm going to shoot my husband and I'm going to get that. So was the killing, was the the way that she killed her husband the same as what she wrote in the book? That's very interesting. Let's find out. She executed what she perhaps believed to be the perfect plan when the then 68-year-old allegedly followed her husband to work and shot him in the back, piercing his spine and heart before firing again as he lay sprawled on the classroom floor. Classroom floor? Yeah, because he was at a culinary school, so like a... Yeah, what the fuck? Like, Mm. doing it in public as well, that's Mm. a whole different ballgame. Yep. Every single lead that detectives followed up with all pointed back at Nancy Brophy. Uh, the novelist. Oh, I wonder why she's got a book on it. <laughs> Crampty Broken wasn't listed on the deed to the couple's home, and grief prevented her from returning to her day job selling Medicare policies. I don't know what that bit means. Crampton Brophy lost a great listener, a wonderful lover, a consummate chef, and a true life partner. Yeah, well, she fucking shot him. So she lost him on purpose. Mm. The circumstantial case begs you to cast a blind eye to the most powerful evidence of all love. What the fuck does that even mean? Oh, Daniel Brophy was the only person inside the culinary school at the time of his death. So she knew that there wasn't going to be anyone there. The school had no security cameras. So she wasn't going to get caught. Well, she has got caught. Yeah, obviously she's been caught. Ain't got caught neither. I didn't get caught neither. And I never got caught neither. Brophy's death remained a mystery until his wife's arrest. And authorities have never publicly publicly disclosed... Another suspect in the case. So it's always been her. Mm. Cut and dry. Jesus. She was married to her husband for 21 years. They were committed together for 21 years. And then... These are the type of cases that make me feel like sick. Because like you've mm. given over two decades of your life to someone. And you don't fully know them and what they're capable of. Like that's really, really scary. Like even yeah. like me and you, like obviously I trust you more than anything mm. and I'd hope that you'd never turn into someone like that. But you yeah. know, I'm you're still in yourself when you hear more cases, you're still never fully sure, like hundred percent sure because mm-hmm. it could take anything. Like it's like that American, uh, what was it? That American horror film, that not film, the documentary on Netflix about that man who killed his wife and his pregnant, his pregnant yeah, wife and his kids um, because was, he wanted to start fresh with a new lady. Yeah, murderer next door, or something like that's that. Something, that's something like that. Like yeah. even that's like 
doesn't sit right with me. Like I, how people can just click their fingers and change and just become this monster and have yeah. like, oh, I don't get it. This is a very interesting one. So the lawyer, whoever, said that Nancy has always been thoroughly, madly, crazily in love with Dan Brophy and she remains so to this day. But why did she shoot him then? It's bizarre. It's like when people are like, I love him so much, but I cheated yeah. on him. Like, people just clearly have a different fucking idea of what love is. Mm. That's so strange. It's, oh, it's odd. But apparently she bought what's called a ghost gun kit online which is basically where you make a gun at home assembled it and then shot him fucking hell bang why yeah i know what 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 has she achieved because like she's been caught so that money that she thought that she was obviously gonna get she ain't gonna fucking get that yep (laughs) it's like they don't think about the actual consequences she's gonna get a nice hefty jail sentence Mm. which is good beautiful second story i've got today scientists make message to send earth's location to aliens ignoring stephen hawking's warning what so scientists have designed a radio message to be beamed into deep space that reveals earth's location which they hope will be received and understood by an intelligent alien civilization civilization well then what are they what are they exactly trying to achieve from them understanding that they want communication for the so they want world. they want these aliens to be like coming yeah. down to earth yeah right okay the message is essentially an updated version of the famous arecibo message transmitted in 1974 which had the same purpose the message was transmitted in binary code ones and zeros once decoded the message forms a visual graphic consisting of a stick figure of a human as well as representations of our solar system dna and the telescope interesting very yeah it can, uh, this new message contains more information about basic mathematics and science than the Ocebo message did. It is hoped that these contexts will be universally understood by life forms of at least similar intelligence to humans. Right. Interesting. I don't know why they've done this. So, do you think? What was your thought be, process behind that? What was your thought process behind that? Do you think that they should be? We should be contacting outside life. Uh, out, um, out of world life, whatever you call it. Well, no, because my brain's like, if they're at, like they're outside of this atmosphere for a, a fucking reason. Well, because so, that's where they grew up and lived. Yeah, exactly. So, w- right. why would we interfere with that? Also, we don't even know what we're gonna if we're Discovery. gonna gain anything. Yeah, no, but like it, it could be a really like it could be a negative thing. Yeah, like they could they, be could, terrible. they could be horrible. Like they mm. could really fuck up the world. But then, obviously, positives, they could come down and really benefit the world. We don't know. But that's why you just don't fucking... You do your research and you don't touch it. Mm. Yeah. Because once now they've made that communication, there's no coming back from that. They now know where we are. Mm. We're going to get stalked by aliens. There was one, I think it was a philosopher or scientist or something, that said um, uh, there could be a reason that intelligent life hasn't contacted us. And that's because (laughs) they see what we've done on Earth and they're scared. Yeah. Because we just pillage and go after whatever and just do all of this damage. I'm scared, though, to be fair. Like, what is out there? Like, it's somewhat interesting, but to be fair, I think it's more, like, quite frightening because it could be, like, a whole other fucking species that we haven't discovered yet and we don't know what they're capable of. Yeah, but I'm also scared about what we have the capacity to do because we could go to another planet and then we could just destroy all of their life, take all their lives, Oh, yeah, 100%. Because we're constantly developing. Like, I'm not saying they're going to be the bad people and we're going to be completely innocent. Like, we're, like, we're not either. Like, we can yeah. really f- fuck their, their, their like, environment up as well. That's completely why I just agree. think we should just stay separate. I'd rather not know. Even though I I have, like, a massive fear of the unknown. Like, I yeah. hate it. Like, I freak out if I don't know. <laughs> don't <laughs> yeah, know what's do. going Like, yeah. literally, like, honestly, it's unbelievable. But that's kind of something that I can accept. Like, that's... So, like, even, like, how we're here and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. it's just... Yeah mental fair enough so your court case verdict is that we should not be sending this out to alien life yeah i should guess so yeah i can commit to that i can agree with that fair yeah so what if right (laughs) what if the government came to us and they said look guys we've listened to your podcast we think that you have a message 
that aliens would want to listen to. And they said, you guys, send a message out to the alien life. Would you be up for that? No, I said, absolutely not. Go and find no. somebody else who's interested. <laughs> Go find Joe Rogan. Thanks, so thanks for the opportunity, but I'm going to pass it up. Okay, fair enough. Our verdict, court case verdict, is stop chatting to the aliens. Things no, like they are, yeah, like... I guess that still is the fear of the fear of the unknown coming into that. Like it is, yeah. I I don't know about it, so I don't want to mess with it. Yeah, fair enough. We are going to get to courting with James and the female dating strategy, which you guys do not want to miss because it is mental. Right after these messages, life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Thank you again, Sam and Amy, for the wonderful Courting with James jingle, which we all love, don't we? Love it. Beautifully sung. Five out of five. So, you've not heard of the female dating strategy, have you? No. No. We've done a um, podcast on the in the past about incels. I hope you remember what Yeah, I know are. what an incel is. So they're basically men on the internet, involuntarily celibate. They don't like women. They're upset that they can't get women, basically. Now, female dating strategy is basically a woman equivalent of that, right? Right. So what, so, they can't get men, don't like men? Sort of. It's a subreddit where they have ridiculously high standards for men. Right. They can never, they never normally get men. Mm. They're searching for men that this caliber of woman is never going to get mm. and they hate men with a passion and it's just it's insane and i'm going to sort of i found a few articles that i'm just going to sort of give you the lowdown because i really want to hear your thoughts on, on well, because what i'm a female yeah i want to get the woman's perspective on this right the dark world of female de- dating strategy online community teaches women to avoid worthless scrotes and categorizes men into low and high value based on finances mental health and penis size fucking hell yeah it's a a female only forum to help women enter relationships that truly benefit them puts men into low value and high value categories based on characteristics and it claims men who are mentally ill or not financially secure should be avoided i guess it's like a pro and con list but just far more extreme if you look at it from basic terms on in the background some of it sounds like oh that seems reasonable but then as you look into it more they're actually very very deeply sexist and and they're also very sexist to women as well because it's only certain type of women and they hate on a lot of other types of women 
Like they hate them. Jesus. So I've been, because I find it very amusing. It's sort of like if you go to the zoo and you're just watching like the fucking tigers just mm. sort of eat something. I often go on this subreddit because it's just interesting to watch sort of like when you're watching something, a dumpster fire at a zoo or something like that. Mm. It's just very intriguing. So an online forum for women created to tackle misogyny and offer dating advice has come under fire for echoing incel culture by scrutinizing and ridiculing men. Founded in the US in 2019 by a collective of anonymous women from all walks of life the blog female dating strategy is a website and online community claiming to help women enter relationships that truly benefit them that's since become a global phenomenon so core beliefs so i go look at their core beliefs okay Mm -hmm. tell me what you think include that most men are not of value to women Okay, most men are not of value to women. That a man's role is to be the pursuer. Men must invest in you before you allow them to have sex with you. And then it's not acceptable to date a financially challenged man. So what, someone who doesn't earn enough money? Is that what they're saying? Yes, yeah. And the female dating strategy, FDS, they call themselves, labels unsuitable men scrotes. I guess shorthand for scrotums. Right. Um, claims males with personality disorders or small penises should be avoided while women should never move in with a man before marriage or have sex on the first date. In recent... Uh, sex on the first date, I guess that's a reasonable man. A lot of women have, have that sort of... I role. think moving before marriage is a bit of a far-fetched one because you kind of need to know what they're like to live with before you marry them. 100%. That's what my mama taught me. Yeah. Yeah. In recent years, the website has expanded considerably, branching out into a host of Reddit threads, which include the Female Dating Strategy Handbook. So they've got a whole handbook that you can read. Incredible. Um, a co- that is dedication, to be yeah. fair. A collection of over 100 lengthy posts laying out their ideology. And while the group's main thread has 206,000 me- yeah, 206, members. 206,000 members. members. Wow. While the female-only forum is framed as a pro-women, it asks female users to tailor their personalities in a bid to attract the right sort of man, divvying men up into categories of high and low worth. So there's a woman called Emma Sale. She's the CEO of sex-positive social network Killing Kittens. I don't know why. Oh, lovely. Why would you... Okay. Yeah. Um, she's against female dating strategy. Okay. And she says that any site that rates humans as lesser to each other by using derogatory terms mm. is never going to end well. She believes that by... Ridiculing- oh, my God. Imagine if men did that, like, based on, like, women's boob well, size is- and bum size. Well, the thing is, men did do that, and Reddit took down every single really? page that was created. Female dating strategy has been up in 2019 and has never been taken down. Fucking hell. Do you know what I find the confusing part about that? They're a bit contradicting. They're saying, don't date a man with a small penis, mm. but also don't have sex with a man on the first date. So how, how are you meant know? to know what their penis size is? <laughs> yeah. Can you explain that? So you're going to message them and be like, oh, before we go on this lovely date that you're going to pay for because that's my standards, what's your penis size? Please send me a quick picture. One of the worst posts <laughs> that I saw on um female dating strategy which was very recently was a woman and she was talking about one of the rules that they have Mm. and it's that in a relationship so she's got like a so say she's moved in with this person which i assume because they don't move in for marriage this is a husband yeah they say that they have a joint bank account Mm -hmm. the husband has a separate bank account Mm -hmm. the wife has a separate bank account now that is fairly normal oh yeah absolutely fine but the husband's bank account must be used for finances to help the house. The woman's bank account should only be used for herself and things that she wants. Yeah, that's not right. Yeah. That should be the joint bank accounts. Yeah. That's the whole point in the joint bank, ba- bank, yeah. Ugh, bank account. Yeah, she said, um, and they're like, you can keep this bank account a secret, but if a man has a secret bank account, it's a red flag. So they're, they're basically like, you should have the secret bank account. So basically account. you can have access to his money, but he can't know that you've got your own access to your money. Yeah. Yeah, Fucking which hell. I'm very pro having your own bank account. Oh, yeah, like that's what completely. we've already agreed on. We said that we're going to have our own bank accounts like we do, yeah. obviously, now. And we're going to have a joint bank account, which we will use to pay for joint things like yeah. trips, bills, food. food and mm-hmm. then, you know, whatever we have, is we yeah. can spend it on whatever. And I don't need to be like, James, what have you spent your money on today? Yeah, and him be like, what have you spent your money on today? Like, I don't care. Like, as long as we've got enough to pay for what we need, then your money is your money. Yeah, they're basically the whole site is basically um promoting extremely one-sided relationships oh it sounds like it she so um 
this woman that's against female dating strategy, she believes that by ridiculing men on the site, users could actually be worsening misogyny by tapping into male insecurities, which is a very good point. Belittling an individual makes them feel inferior and feeds insecurities playing into misogyny and keeping the cycle of misogynistic dating alive. And they've got a screen grab of some of the posts here. Mm. Um, you've got one that says, for example, reminder, he is also responsible for birth control. Vasectomies are cheap, easy and reversible. That's a very, very dismissive way to mm. discuss vasectomies. I mean, obviously men are also in control of uh, birth control uh, Do you know what I find crazy and really sad birth. is the fact that I feel like we you know we constantly talk about men's mental health and like mm. and women's mental health and making sure that like we're all equal and things like this you know are very sexist we're trying to like die down on it as a society I just feel like it's never going to be completely no. not, not not a thing there's always, there's always going to be yeah 100% listen to this post do not stra- it's, it's been tagged strategy mm-hmm. do not reframe from running a background check, snooping his phone, <laughs> showing up uninvited, trust but verify. Which showing ta- up uninvited. Which tactics have you used to check his credibility? Yeah, I used to show up uninvited mm. to James's uh, boys' nights out all the time. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Bloody what users hell. post on the female dating strategy? Here we go. Well, there are several posts addressing widespread issues such as drink spiking and sexual assault. Many others rant about finding... Uh, finding and avoiding worthless men and abstaining from sex without investment. Posts are usually shared using tags such as male depravity, pick me culture, referencing women who are desperately seeking approval from men or level up, meaning a post helping to establish yourself as a high value woman. So we've got bits of their handbook here. So they've got definitions for what they refer to people. So a low value man is in basically an unworthy man who aren't financially responsible. They should be avoided at all costs. All right. Wow. According to the female dating strategy handbook, low value men would rather get to know you over the phone than in person because they're busy pursuing other women and are too cheap to take you out on a date. If they have several female followers on social media or do not instantly reply to the person they're potentially dating, it's likely they're a low-value man. The Female Dating Strategy Handbook claims low-value men gravitate towards BDSM and rough sex because they want to control and dominate women in real life as well as in the bedroom. (laughs) Someone's really, like, fought into this. They're very against um experimental like sex, sex yeah and different stuff it's Sounds very like standard it. vanilla a low-value man will offer to do housework but do a poor job and refuse to pay for a professional cleaner what what does paying for a professional cleaner have to do with it you you're both in a relationship both fucking clean the house men who are too clingy socially awkward not decisive mentally ill have small penises <laughs> or an addict of any kind are deemed low value my god now high value man what's the cream of the crop so i'm actually really interested if this high value man right yeah. has all of these like amazing picture perfect qualities that they want mm. which you'll obviously go for in a second and then you know they go on a date it's going well they you know get married they move in and then he has a small penis yeah, what I then know. what well, then well, that yeah i know I'm and also intrigued. small is very different to everyone mm-hmm. so like to some woman it might not be small to him to her it might be small so then what now he's got every single box ticks except from that one does that then take him all the way down to a low valued man again or is there exceptions i don't know i'm really They're intrigued. very ruthless so i'm really I don't intrigued think exceptions. but here we go high value man hvm they're referred to on the subreddit are financially responsible emotionally mature men who constantly invest in their partner. These men are respectful, hold you in the utmost regard and demonstrate no behaviours that make you vaguely uncomfortable or stressed. High value men should be attractive by your standards and you should never give men who you aren't instantly attracted to a chance. (laughs) Female dating strategy handbook states that while it's near impossible for men to split housework evenly, a high value man will offer to pay for a professional cleaner. Oh, my God. So, the, basically, the, these women do not want to do any sort any of Any work. They just want to sit on their fucking ass. Yeah. yeah. The handbook stresses that being high value is not a status that's granted early on, and men must be strenuously vetted before they can be dubbed worthy of dating. So, they need to be constantly vetted at all times. They need to constantly uphold the standard of high value men. If they dip funny. at all, T, they're gone. 
I'm gonna be funny. They're saying like they're con- like the man has to constantly invest money mm. into their partner. If you're constantly investing money into me, and I'm like seeing you, and every time I see you, you're getting me like a bouquet of flowers, a little gift, like some- this, this, and that. I'm yeah. thinking, what the fuck has he done? <laughs> yeah, what's like, he done? What's he apologising for? Yeah. Or like, also, or then I would feel really <laughs> bad that you're investing all of this money. But like, obviously, some people that's their love language is like random acts of kindness and like giving physical gifts. Yeah. But then for other people, it's just physical attention or quality time. So it's really hard to find all those people that tick that box. Do you exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. They have other terms that they use on the subreddit. Another one is a pickmisha. So that would be a woman who is desperate for male approval and chooses to date low-value men. Several posts on the site are tagged pick-me culture and see users throw their friends under the bus for behaviour they deem is too desperate or needy. This can be remedied by the site's pick-me rehab, offering advice on never again <laughs> being manipulated by worthless scrotes. Pick-me rehab. <laughs> they have literally a fucking solution to everything. That is so funny. Yeah. An essential piece of advice on offer is realising that A-M-A-L-T, which means all men are like that, (laughs) meaning that while not all men are rapists and abusers, women have the right to fear everyone as we have no idea which men are and which are not. They have abbreviations for everything. Yes. We've got Dream Girl. This is the next one. Oh, my God. A high-quality woman who attracts high-value men. These women, otherwise known as queens, are trustworthy (laughs) and reliable and make men feel safe. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. She has character and benevolence and must always be kind to service staff and animals. That is a very, very random one. That's a very interesting bit to add in. This woman must always prioritise herself... However, is expected to save her partner from a burning building if necessary. What? This is very interesting definitions they've got. I feel here. like, have they experienced this mm. and they've like taken notes and gone, right, next time yeah. we'll improve on this. You should go and save him mm. next time if there's a house fire. And then we've also got scrotes, obnoxious men who should be avoided. An average scrote is a low value man who is not looking for a long term relationship and will waste your time by chatting online without the intention of committing. One post reads, a scrote will act offended and immature and just not worth your time. This is because he doesn't respect you. Okay. I mean, you know, that's that one's quite fair, you know, yeah. like that makes sense. That's very normal. Mm. But. Oh, here's one that really pissed me off. Okay. So they've got a podcast, okay? Well, uh, I'm imagining like this massive 2,000 however many people all on this podcast yeah, together. Yeah, I know. <laughs> all of them shouting over yeah. each other. <laughs> um, another recent post links to the Female Dating Strategy podcast, of which the latest subject is body shaming men for their own good. Body shaming men for their own good to yep. what, promote them to go to the gym ba- and stuff. Yeah, basically insulting men for their bodies. Oh to... my god! Well, you know, you Imagine s- if, like, when did that? And women guarantee you, like, I'm not even just guessing here. A lot of the women that use this subreddit are unattractive. One hundred percent. What do you mean? Because they're all women that are insecure. They've got this huge, tiny substrata of men that fit their standards they're not getting them they're not getting any dates and they're resorting to insulting other men and also other women Mm. really insulting to other women and i bet you that a lot of the women that use this thing are not attractive that's not very nice to say no yeah but then they're also body shaming men and insulting other women so yeah, i think then, it's no, okay yeah they're not nice people obviously <laughs> but we can't soup to their level and just assume that they're unattractive because of things that they're saying but obviously going, going off by the logic insecure people are you know normally mean ones because they're insecure mm. i get what you're trying to say but I just don't give them the satisfaction, James. If they want to body shame men, then they're going to really struggle to find a man, aren't they? Yeah. That's going to put up with that. Jesus. A high-value man is a male who will financially and emotionally invest in a woman continually. He must be attractive to the female, good with money, and constantly volunteer his time to help his partner. Unless he's consistently investing his resources in you, he has no place in your life. So there you go. Well, how, I, felt, how... I, felt, I feel like I've really learned a lot and I've really mm. studied our relationship from these pointers. So yeah. thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah. It's got, in order to bag a high-value man rather than a low-value man, women must follow a strict set of rules, including never sleeping with men on the first date or moving with a man for marriage. Other helpful tips 
provided for dates are slowly approaching the chair with your hands on your handbag to see if your date pulls out your chair. Expecting him to put your coat on for you, pretending you didn't, you don't notice when the bill comes and pausing and pausing during a story to see if he refills your glass. You see the see, little things. Half of the, half of the, like most of those, I hadn't even thought of to do myself. Mm. Like walk towards a chair, holding your bag to see if somebody pulls out for you. I'm very capable oh. of pulling out my own chair, pausing to see if somebody will fill up my drink. I would not have thought about that. Yeah, that's another thing. They are heavily against um, coffee dates and walk dates. They were first. They're the da- best. Yeah, I know, but they're they're like the first date has to be a restaurant sit down. They're paying. Oh and they're taking gosh. me home. They, they, a low-value man would take you out for coffee. Is what is what they say. Um, I find it really interesting because we remember when we went to that podcast event and we had this debate with the people. Yes, we and did. We got really like intense. And, and they we were had, like, we've been going out for two years. And they were just like, yeah, we were we were the only couple in the room, and, they, and there was like loads of people being like, the man should pay, the man should pay. And James was just like why do you think this? And then it got all like um, heated st- and they had to tell us, okay, we should change subject. <laughs> I stood up basically and I did get claps and cheers because the, um, there was the guy, the unhinged podcast. Uh, no, nope. uh, unhinged and bumbled up <laughs> yep. podcast. He came on and he was a similar mind to me. But I basically stood up and I said, look, me and T, we met when we were having the same job around the same pay. You got paid a little less than me because mm. of your age. Mm-hmm. Um, we've always been around the same financially. Why does it make sense that I'm, paying all the time yeah like we should split it we're a team we're together we've been going out two years we're now a team financially yeah and at that point in life i was then in another job that i was earning more than james yeah and he said that he said well my girlfriend earns more than me so then it still it wouldn't make sense for me to pay at that point we'd pay for ourselves i remember saying that and everyone was like well one they were really happy yeah they're like oh go on two go on i'm just thinking (laughs) no like like I, i don't i find that odd that people like cheer that on i don't know it's really like it's quite personal yeah like what you earn like i'm happy for people that are in a good supporting job and they can afford the bills but i'm never going to be like fucking hell well done you're earning so much more than him like i just think that's bizarre Mm -hmm. or like no because no one would cheer you on if you if you stood up and said oh i'm earning more than my girlfriend they'll just be like yeah because men get paid more than women like that's what they'll be like (laughs) wouldn't it yep so it's just it's strange to me so the fundamental law of nature is that pussy has value and dick doesn't. <laughs> there is a reason why the females are usually the choosier sex. Any sexual engagement with males comes with high risk and limited reward. Wow. Mm. They also shame women who ask men out on dates. Okay. And women who ask their boyfriends to marry them, because those are things women should not be doing. No. Oh. Mm. Life is too short. If you like someone, tell them. If you want to marry someone, tell them. Just uh, think about like, oh, just mm, it makes me so annoyed. If you're if you're like waiting around for someone to ask you, they might not never ask. They might never ask you because maybe they're a really nervous guy, and then obviously that puts them at a low value because of their mental capacity or whatever they fucking said. Mm -hmm. But whatever. It is what it is. It is what it is. I'm trying to find some other examples. Um, But it's just, I would be interested to see what other people think. If they've seen, if they've seen the female dating strategy, I know that a lot of other podcasts have covered it in recent months. Really? um, Because. What were their opinions? They didn't like it. There's a lot of women that don't like it either. Really? Yeah. I've seen a few women YouTubers do things and they'd be like, what the fuck is going on Mm. here? But it it is basically. I don't know. Like someone must have started it thinking everyone's going to, everyone's going to follow my lead. And then obviously to be fair, like that's quite a high number to get. It's supporting it. Yeah, it is. It is. It is quite mean. And there's a lot of, of men that would be like, if I knew that my girlfriend followed female dating mm. strategy i would be i would not date them anymore well, yeah yeah 100%. It's, it's very abu- it's 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 borderline abusive and it's taking advantage of men basically mm. and it's also very like backwards and traditionalist like they want things to be back in the 90s well sort of they want their cake and eat it they want things back in the 1950s as in they want men to pay for everything but they don't want to do any of the housework or any of the housewifey things that mm. they were doing in the 50s they want to sit around and do fuck all they but yeah they literally just want to be attached to their husband but their husband does everything yes like basically like a sheep like a sheep i have got some normal courting with james stories for you today let's have a nice little transition yes 
we will get to some juicy Courting with James stories right, right after, after this. Okay, so the first one today is uh, kind of a simple one, but they wanted our help. My friends ranked me last for physical attractiveness in front of others for a question they asked. That's sad. That's really sad. During a recent game of Truth or Dare, my friends, a couple, both ranked me last for physical attractiveness among our friends. The couple in question were neighbours. My wife and I have become friends with recently, and we have been hanging out with them for the past few months before. They seemed cool. During our hangouts, we sometimes play truth or dare and ask the usual juicy questions, sex stuff, past mistakes, etc. We usually just play truth or truth, to be honest with you. This evening, they came to our place and very early on, the woman said she had a tough question in mind for truth or truth, but said she wanted to play it when our other two friends were present as well. But the guy later asked this question, emphasising that it was a tough question. He asked his wife, rank all of us in our friend group in terms of physical attractiveness. She ranked me last. She then asked him the same question, and he ranked me last as well. I laughed it off, and they clearly didn't know I was hurt, as both of them were sort of smiling about it. I was obviously hurt, but I laughed it off at the time. The truth of what of what was said didn't matter to me. It was the fact that they asked this unnecessary question, perhaps to feel better about themselves, knowing someone would come last and feel bad. And yes, I felt bad, very bad, but I suppose that's irrelevant, really. As for their answer, they're from South America and my wife and I are from India, so they may have different beauty standards. I can't bear to see them again, not just because I'm angry at them for asking such a question, but perhaps because they're not the empathetic and kind people I thought they were. What do you think? It's just a bit of an awkward question to it's kind of, answer. It's kind of weird that they had a meetup and they had it like pre-prepared. Mm. Like, oh, we've got this tough question we're going to ask. This question that's obviously going to make someone feel bad. It seems quite toxic. Also, the fact that they both ranked him last. It's like they meant to make him feel bad or yeah. something. I reckon he might be attractive, the guy. And maybe it's a jealousy thing. Maybe. And they're like, he's clearly the attractive one of the group. We should fucking bring him Rank down, him to the bring him down a few pegs. Because mm. if, if this question came up, for example, if we were at a gathering and if this question came up for whatever reason and we were, one, I would choose not to answer it. But if we were forced into answering it. Which we wouldn't ever, you wouldn't no, ever be forced, but yeah. I would make sure that your list was completely different from mine so that there wasn't the same person Bias. last. Yeah. You know? And it's just... Yeah, ditch. Those aren't friends. These yeah. are not friends worthy of having. And apparently the wife agrees with them and also the wife refused to answer it. There we go then. So it's not a hard question to mm. not answer, is it? Like, yeah, weird. Why would you even want to rank someone in um, mm. attractiveness anyway? Only your wife's opinion matters regarding your attractiveness. Yeah, exactly. So, there you go. Very odd. Very, very strange. And on to the next one. It's from, this one is from Am I the Arsehole? I find it very should interesting. I, should I, should I um, put my guess in? That's what I was trying to say. Yes. Although, bear with me one second. We just had to stop, because I don't know if you guys heard that, but the sounds of nature were thundering through my window. Some disgusting crowy birds. Yeah, rude. Right, so, Am I the Arsehole for forbidding my brother from bringing his girlfriend to our family events because my husband doesn't like it? Um, I'm going to say mm, arsehole. You're going to say arsehole? Okay. Yeah. My husband... Just is... going off by that, by yeah, the way. Fair <laughs> enough. My husband is an extremely religious and traditional guy and he's not a fan of couples introducing each other to family unless they're ready to get married. What? It's a very interesting rule to have. That's a very strange rule. Yeah. He only met my family for the first time after our engagement, and that's when I met his as well. I didn't grow up like this, but it's truly something that does not bother me at all, or else I wouldn't have married him. But what happens if there's a couple that aren't interested in never getting married? Because you get couples like that. Mm. I don't think my brother's that interested. No, he's not. So, guess he... I guess Katie's never come into any family events again. I guess so. No. And Billy's not going to any of hers. Yeah. Crazy. Not happening. Wow. <laughs> That's freed up their schedule a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My brother used to date a different girl every month for two years straight. My husband didn't mind about my brother's dating life. Scratch my head. But uh, 
he would flip out if anyone even thought of allowing my brother to let any of his flings visit family gatherings. My brother wasn't planning to, but he got mad over how heated my husband was over this and told me over and over on who he chooses to bring over to family events is none of my husband's business, which is also Mm -hmm. correct, Mm -hmm. I think. For the past 1.5 years, my brother has been dating this girl and they're pretty serious. I've met her, so has my husband. She seems like a very nice and sweet person. They've also expressed how they may get engaged soon. Aww, that's lovely. The drama had started during the Xmas holidays. My husband and I told my parents that if they host Xmas in their house, they better notify my brother that his girlfriend is not invited. So my husband and I told my parents that. Why did they tell the parents that? Mm. My parents were mad. We requested that, called us unreasonable, but ended up following through. My brother wasn't too pleased and he was mad on Xmas Day that we didn't include his girlfriend. I reminded him that once they make it official, she'll be allowed to come and it's not personal against her. He was still, it is personal. Yeah, it's clearly personal against her. He was still mad and he said this is the last time this is happening. Last weekend was my mum's birthday and due to the fact she spent her birthday alone with my dad for two years straight, she wanted to do something special this year and hosted a nice party. Before the party, my husband husband reminded my mum of the no girlfriend rule my mum flipped out him and so did my dad and they told us we are being extreme with this and they have no right to dictate who enters their house in family events and that my brother's girlfriend will tag along whenever she wants whether we like it or not my brother ended up coming to the party with his girlfriend and he acted like a champion for defeating my husband (laughs) on this one my husband was mad the entire night and wouldn't speak to a soul before we left he only told my brother you must feel proud for acting like a cunt (gasps) my entire family was invited at my mum's party was calling us the arseholes for this rule in the first place what is wrong with him why would the entire family was calling those two arseholes for this stupid as fuck rule (sighs) and he's like oh you acted like a cunt wow what's What's such a such a strange what's wrong with meeting somebody's girlfriend it's also not only is it a stupid rule even if you have that personal rule it's the fact that he's using it as a hill to die on. The fact that he is getting so passionate about it. Why? It is kind what of impressive fact? that it, he it is. It is impressive, he's, yeah. He, he's what? so determined to not let this happen. And if it does happen, he's not fucking happy about yeah. it. And everyone's going to know. Yeah. And it's like... And why does the wife support this decision? I know. It it, it must have been heartbreaking at Christmas because Christmas is for everyone. Oh. But I'm glad the mum and dad put, put their, their foot, foot down. down yeah, Jesus party. Christ. Like, that's, not, sorry, that, if that's a deal breaker to me, I feel like if you said to me that that was a rule that you had and like I had to live my life uninviting people because yeah. of how you felt. I would never have in that rule. Yeah, I would be like, I'd be like, look, we really we really need to reconsider this in the relationship because this, this ain't going to work forever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? weird. Someone said, who the hell does your husband think he is to dictate who can or cannot come to a gathering that has nothing to do with him mm. and he's not even hosting? If you had a small and intimate dinner party at your own house, sure, the guest list might be more restricted. But this is a party for your mum in her house and she has expressed that she wants the girlfriend to be there. It's none of your husband's or your business who your brother brings along. If your husband doesn't like it, you, he can stay home. That's a good point. Yeah. He could just not go if he doesn't like it. So yeah, I I agree. Still an arsehole. Even yeah. from the the, the the first sentence, I knew yeah. he was going to be an arsehole. Someone um, quoted her saying, "I reminded him that once they make it official, she will be allowed to come." And they said, "My word, who do you and your husband think you are?" <laughs> <laughs> of course, you're the arsehole. Um, if something offends your us- husband, he should be the one staying away, not dictating who can and can't go to family. Uh, gatherings and then your husband has the absolute nerve to call your brother a cunt what the actual fuck if i were a member of your family i would stop inviting you and your husband to mm. any party regardless of who else was going mm. and That's... someone also said yes yeah, so calling him a cunt is the most religious thing to say to someone <laughs> <laughs> that is i want to know if she replied to any comments that is crazy to me that 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 sh- that, that is a thing yeah i want to see if she why would it matter i can't get uh... my head around it Oh, I can't see if she replied to any comments because she deleted her account because she was branded the arsehole. <laughs> so, there you go. I love that, though. That when people do do that, it's like they must have some sort of moral to realise that maybe this is wrong. Let me ask Reddit. Someone also says it sounds like the husband might be insanely controlling, mm. which could be a problem. If she thinks that there's nothing wrong with it and she's only kind of gone, am I an arsehole on Reddit? Like, mm. 
yes like how have you not realized that that is a dickhead thing to do like your husband yeah. is being a dick Fuck. dictating who can come like Very it's really important to have good relationships with your you family wanna, and their partners you and stuff meet the family before the they become the family because some people they meet the family and they're like nope i'm out of this yeah imagine you get to the wedding and she's a she the girlfriend's a nasty bitch and yeah. you're thinking oh i could have convinced this my brother to not hang out with this toxic arsehole but oh wait no we've got the rule that you can't meet them until they're married (laughs) fucking stupid what do you guys all think we'd love to hear from you uh we hope you enjoyed the stories that we had on today's courting with james and court case would love to hear what you guys think about the whole female dating strategy thing he said that three times so he would definitely love to hear please talk to us he's lonely But anyway, we will catch you guys again in two weeks. Please follow us on Court Case Podcast. Send us any stories or anything you want us to talk about. We will see you all real soon. Bye. Hello there. I'm Matt Berry. You might recognise me from my work on shows like What We Do in the Shadows, Toast of London and The IT Crowd. But the thing is, I don't know anything about computers. But the one thing I do know to do is listen to the Court Case Podcast. I bloody love it, I do. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.